What's up, everyone? Welcome to Under the Bridge, the podcast. Thanks for joining us for our first episode. I am privileged to be your host. My name is Nelson Latif. Under the Bridge, the podcast is a life experiences show you can watch on YouTube and listen on Spotify. We'll be bringing guests to the show, ranging from artists, designers, people in the creative space, and everyday folks from the city of their bridge. This episode is brought to you by Minute Muffler. For all your vehicles, exhaust, and brake services, you can find them on 1600 Third Avenue South, Yangle Bridge. Or call them on 403-327-8888. Without further ado, let's dive straight into it. Joining us today is Darcy Logan, who is the Gallery Services Manager at Castle. He has over 20 years of governance work and volunteering with organizations such as Allied Arts Council of Bridge and Southern Alberta Art Gallery. He also ran for Ledbridge City Council position in 2021. He's also a practicing artist with an extensive exhibition record and active studio practice. He exhibited under the name Fritha the Am I saying that right? Yeah, Fratertown. Fratertown. Awesome. Um, so jumping right in it, uh, can you please tell us about your walk, your background, and some of the community projects you are involved with? Sure, I guess I start at the beginning. I uh, moved to Lethbridge in uh, 2000, no, in 1999 to a town to attend the University of Lethbridge cool, and get my art degree. And uh, I could never, with all my student loans, I could never get the financial escape velocity to leave. And so I stayed and I've really grown to, to love this city. Wow. And uh, I've just really invested in, in the arts community and uh, just trying to make Lethbridge a, a, a vibrant community. Awesome. Speaking of um, growing to love the city, uh, by the way, you ran for um, Lethbridge City Council position in the municipal election in uh, 2021, right? I did, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And your campaign slogan was, love Lethbridge. Love in <laughs> That is something that, that, that resonated with me heavily, right? Um, can you please elaborate a little bit further on love Lethbridge, what that means to you? Like, I, I think it's important to recognize that we have some really endemic problems here in our community. But I think a lot of people spend time just focusing on the negative. Mm, yeah. Uh, so you can recognize that there's problems to solve, but you can also be a cheerleader, cheerleader for your own community and recognize just all the amazing recreational arts and culture, um, food choices, True that. shopping. Like there's so many amazing things to the, to love about Lethbridge. So while we're working on some of these serious problems, I think it's important incumbent on us to really celebrate our community i i just found a lot of people disparaging it and yes. and and not wanting to recognize the great things that it has to offer true that true that um also i know you uh you're very uh big on having a vibrant downtown you know creating a healthy environment and making downtown the heart of the city that's very fun for you and um what's your what's your opinion on how we can actually create an attractive lively or fun environment you know of downtown and uh let me that at large yeah without serving to politicize the the conversation i just say we've got to have lots of activities people need to come into the downtown core uh you can go shopping on a saturday afternoon and go into an amazing bookstore go get some unique items at a boutique eat at some great great restaurants have a day of looking at art People just need to come into the downtown, and I think the more people that come downtown, just the more lively and vibrant it'll be, and it'll start to, I think, balance out 
um, some of those social issues that we're seeing. True, true. I'm um, speaking of restaurant. I love food, and I'm um, a big, you know. Oh, wait, what's your favorite restaurant in Lethbridge? It's yeah. I, I want to know. Okay, I think my all-time favorite. Uh, me and my good friend Rick, we go out once a month and always try a new restaurant. But there's one that we go back to with some frequency, and it's called Ray's Momos. Oh, Ray's Momos. How do you spell that? R-A-I-S, and then Momos is M-O-M-O. -O. Oh, cool. Wow, I'm definitely, I'm shaking yeah, it's a it's a Nepalese restaurant. Oh, oh wow. So it's on 13th Street North and it's a kind of little hole in the wall place. The decor leaves a lot to be desired, but the food is amazing and the people, the the small business owners that run it are just great people. I would encourage anybody to go get their chili chicken. That is so interesting, right? Uh you said it's a Nepalese restaurant. I've always I'm always of the opinion that uh, you can literally come to Leadbridge and and find anyone from anywhere in the world in Leadbridge. Right, that's just me. Um, for people that have come into the city for the first time, uh, that might not have a clue what to do, where to go, or maybe thinking they're not gonna find the kind of stuff. What would you recommend? What activities would you recommend that they should they have to do on staying naked? Well, um, my background is the arts, so I say there's always just a ton of opportunities in the arts. Whether you're going out to there's live music every night, where you can go out and signal. Uh, there's theatrical performances, there's art galleries, you can come participate in workshops and activities, meet people. Um, the key is just kind of getting out there and stepping out of your comfort zone and just be willing to have new experiences. Absolutely. I, yeah. Um, and you also, um, I know you're a very big on community projects and you're on your own studio, um, how do you how do you find balance and 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 stay inspired and motivated doing all this work after all these years and keep going? Yeah, I guess it's I'm kind of an anomaly that I, I work as an arts administrator, but I also have a, a very active studio practice. But a lot of what the work I've done over the years is collaborative, like working with other groups, um, like the Trapdoor Artist Run Center that I helped found, the Potemkin Collective. Uh, medium performance true so it's always for me it it recharges my battery and motivates me to work with other creative people on on collaborative projects and uh, some of those have had uh, just kind of a, a personal perspective and some have had uh, um, more social activist perspectives and uh, yeah without other creative people and other individuals to inspire you it's it's tough thing no I, I can imagine i can imagine um can you discuss any upcoming projects or collaborations you have in the works um i have a couple exhibitions myself coming up at the end of the year but here at casa we also have our 10-year celebration we've been open for 10 years as of may the 13th wow wow so it's going to be kind of a an open house day, people can come down, try some arts activities for free, have some cake, get tours on the build. Cake is good. Cake is yeah. good. There's lots of behind the scenes things here at Casa, the art studios that, uh, unless you have an access pass, you've probably never had the opportunity to see. So it's just a great way for the community to come down, celebrate this amazing building and arts community, and uh, hopefully just have an enjoyable May. Saturday afternoon.
Yeah, most certainly. So, Kasa is actually one of the places I would definitely recommend to anyone, you know, because um, uh, every time I, I know there's always, uh, for me, that's one thing I always pay attention to, right? I know there's always program for kids at Casa, right? Um, is there a particular one you'd like to recommend for kids of all backgrounds and interests or youth, right? Oh, we have a really active clay uh, edu- educational program in clay that the kids love. They can start out really young just working doing hand building and as they get older they can work on the the pottery wheel and those classes are always uh really popular and even if you just want a free activity uh the exhibitions here at casa change every six or seven weeks so you can come with your family you don't have to pay to enter and you can see six or seven different exhibitions as a funny time then you can find where you fit in and you know yeah, wait. I've an album. With it, I don't know. You know, there's always a lot of this debate about how it fits in with technology, and you know, you know, uh, with the growth and impact of technology. Uh, um, as you integrated technology into your own work personally, or oh, you're not a big fan. I think we're probably talking about the development of AI. Am I right? Stop like that. Stop like that. Yeah, it's it's funny because I have two minds about it because I I understand there's controversy controversy, and I understand why because these companies train these AIs on data sets based on existing artists' work, so it takes your intellectual property yeah. and then can spit something out that looks the same that I can just make on my own and become my right, and so then you no longer have to hire graphic designers and artists you just speed things through this ai but from a personal perspective in my own art practice i actually use it i take reference photos and i and i feed them into the ai and i get it to distort it and change it and then use that as a reference for my paintings um speaking of uh, you don't necessarily have to hire graphic designers anymore even a photographer as such because i've got my iphone i can just take nice pictures and you know um are you of the opinion that um, that takes away the 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 years of practice, experience, and and hard work that people like yourself put into your profession? Um, you know, away from the actual why people don't even see people like yourself, the profession is social as a big deal. Also, yeah, and I think that professionalization of your practice is important, and I think it, it in the end it does come out in the work. So. Anybody can can quickly mock something up or take a snapshot, but I think it's all those years of of practice and understanding your craft and really developing that skill that will always kind of, I believe, set it a, set it apart. Yes, absolutely. You can't compare it. We've got yes, we got this. Um, are you on social media by any, by any chance? Are you, I, I have a small a small Instagram. I. I'm pretty bad at it. I've let my website lapse. I've let my Instagram be pretty dormant. I, yeah, ever since the pandemic, when I spent so much time online, like even my work, we pivoted everything online. A lot of my relationships and connections with people were online. Absolutely. And coming out of that, I've, I have a real desire to, to push that aside and focus on like one-on-one interpersonal relationships so but i understand to to kind of be relevant you do have to 
I have that social media. Um, uh, and it just becomes the norm now, like you said, and I, everything is like, you know, um, emails and what, you know, and this have to, it's personal and stuff. Um, I can, I can share my MySpace account. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, Dr. Beldo is love with you now. Uh, how can people stay in touch with, well, with you? How can people get hold of you? How can people reach out to you? And if anybody has any questions about, uh, the arts or getting involved with the arts at CASA and beyond that with the, the Trapdoor Artist Run Center or just looking to make connections, you can always contact me through my professional contacts here at CASA. Okay. I always welcome that. That's part of my job. And, uh, yeah. Do you, um, do you have like a mentorship program or some sort of the, that you can recommend for people that would like to go into visual art? Like, so look up, you know, um, especially the, the youth here in Lethbridge. Yeah, there's, there's youth programming here at CASA, but for, for anybody, whether they're youth or adult that has a real just passion for the visual arts, a great way is just to sign up to, to my e-newsletter here at CASA. And there's lots of opportunities. Like we have coming up this summer, uh, uh, we call it the summer salon mm -hmm. and the theme is making it big. And it's a building-wide exhibition here at CASA that anybody is welcome to participate in. Oh, awesome. Whether it's your first time showing something or whether you're uh, a professional artist, it's kind of, it, it, it's a democratic and kind of provides equal ground for everybody to come and share what they do. So that, that's a great way to participate. I didn't even know about that. Um, and I think one of the things does lack in like sort of like a disconnect between uh, all the great things that happen at CASA and many other organizations, you know, that bridges that. Um, a lot of people don't even know about it, right? Especially for the targeted market, which is the youth or artists or stuff. What can we do to let people know all these um, services, all these uh, um, services available for their use and they need to be taken advantage of? Yeah, and, and there's only so much you can do in us as an organization with your, your emails and your social media and your direct mail. I think it's important for initiatives like Under the Bridge, thank you, um, to actually build those bridges between these kind of disparate communities. Because I think everybody's interested in knowing, but it's how do you actually find out and how do you get people out of their echo chambers or their bubbles or, or the safety of their communities to, to start to find some sort of forum where everybody can kind of congregate in and find this stuff out. Uh, I, I totally agree because there's so much, in, uh, a lot of initiative in the city that are doing great things, great, amazing things, um, that people need to take advantage of. Uh, the, and honestly, the worst thing, sorry, the worst thing that happens to me is when I open up the Lethbridge Herald or go on social media and I see an event's just passed. Hey, flat. I kind of <laughs> would have got to that if I'd only known about it. And I, I, I also think it goes back to that, that loving Lethbridge and being, uh, being a cheerleader for your community and, and celebrating what everybody is doing. Mm -hmm. And, and when you raise our voices in a chorus, I think it becomes louder. I see people will listen. Yes. 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 I agree completely. Um, um, Speaking of love, let preach, which I, it's something again, I, it resonated with me, big deal. Um, any words of encouragement for, for the people of Lethbridge on how they can participate and contribute in their own little way to, you know, to advance the city forward? Because I feel like everyone can tell, you know, they've got a role to play. Yeah, I, I think it's, 
it's just always important to support s- small businesses, to come out and support your creative community, whether they're performing artists or visual artists. Go to the local restaurants that are locally owned. Um, when you see something you like, tell your friends, tell your family. Really try to actively encourage, like, get out there and and try this. And I think the the more that we do that, I think the more you grow. It, it's a fertile ground to grow kind of a rich community. Absolutely, and there's so much room for growth. Um, in your line of work, visual uh, art, uh, do you what advice would you give someone to, that wants to uh, pursue a career in visual art? If they want to pursue a career in visual art, number one, I think you'd have to do a self-assessment of just how passionate you are about it because it's nothing that's going to come easy. It requires discipline, hard work, heart. And if it's something that you just like to to maybe dabble in or you have a curiosity about, it's going to be a real struggle for you. But it's like anything in life, if you're, if you're really passionate about it and and not afraid of some studious work, you'll find the avenues and and the place you need to go, whether that's academic by getting an arts degree or getting your feet on the ground and just going out and and talking to people and carving out your own little niche. Yeah. Which I I see a lot of here. And I I even started to become aware of other artists and creatives doing things that I didn't even know. And I thought I had a pretty wide understanding of what was happening even even just looking at your your instagram yeah and your event and some of the the people that were involved with that i was like it's like interesting yeah that's one of the things we're trying to um uh, we're trying to pretty we're trying to be the bridge between um you know connect a lot of artists because we are big on collaborations and you know being a creation in city at least another question i don't you know throw at you um is it how can we build like a up for people like yourself, uh, people in the creative space to often, you know, come together and, and create something, not necessarily for the city, but, you know, work together without creating uh, competition and whatnot. I feel like that's very important for the city to also, you know, it's a way we can come together as an artist. Uh, what do you say about that? Uh, I can maybe just give an example from, from my old past experience. Um, when I was a younger artist, uh, there was even less opportunities than we have now. Now, now there's so many galleries and places to to be creative. And a, a group of fellow artists and uh, friends and colleagues and peers, we decided, well, I guess we're just going to have to do it ourselves. Yeah. So we formed something called the Potemkin Collective. Oh, and and what we would do would be, this was before pop-up galleries were even a thing, but we'd go and rent, um, empty storefronts or work with uh, business owners that had empty storefront and do large thematic group exhibitions, which, which were open to everybody. So we did one called Ruin and Reclamation, all about reclaiming these kind of empty spaces. And it was amazing because there would be people that would come out and participate in these shows that had never exhibited at all, who and people we didn't know. And now these people are actually an important part of the tap tapestry of Lethbridge all, you know, all these years later. So I think it's important to, if you have an idea, to just go out and chase it and do it and really invite, in, 
be inviting and invite people in and and kind of share those experiences. And I think that's how you really start to to grow it. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Um, I've learned so much from you, Darcy, already. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, is there anything you want to touch on? Any projects, any, you know, on the personal level, professional level, you'd like people to know about that you want to share with them? Um, that's right. I, I usually I usually don't uh, talk about myself. I'm usually so busy. That's that. That's why we have you on here. We want to celebrate people like you, and we you're doing a great job in the community. And we want people, uh, especially people in the to you know to sort of um, know what you do. She's so important for us. Yeah, my, my day job is being an advocate for other artists. That's that's what I do for eight hours a day. So sometimes when people ask me, "Well, what about you?" I'm, I'm so not used to it. Uh, I, I can throw this away at you. Okay. Are you running again for the city council? And next next mention. I thought about it, and I was really thinking about it if we'd move to a ward system. Okay. Because I think I... In uh, what's, the, what's the ward system? What? That's where you're elected to represent a, a, a geographical area in okay. your city. Okay. And so it would be perhaps downtown oh. or whatever. Um, and it went to a plebiscite, but it didn't pass. So we're not going to go to a ward system. So I think I'll think, I'll think really long and hard about whether I run again. Um, it's funny because Lethbridge was so, people were so hungry for, for a change. Yes. For something new. Yes. But also Lethbridge is a bit fearful, so they decided to vote for more of the same. Oh, I see. And yeah. That's where we are right now. Under arrest. <laughs> uh thank you so much for joining us, Darcy. Uh, I've learned so much from you personally and uh we hope to have you on the show sometime soon. And yeah. absolutely. I look forward to any way I can uh, collaborate and work with you in the future. This has been wonderful and I hope you have great success with it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um that's the aim of this podcast to, you know, to release a floodgate of communications uh, among strangers in the city, uh, people of all color and background, and that's what we're trying to achieve, you know. Yeah, uh, massive thanks to all of you for tuning in and be on the lookout for our next episode. Peace.